0: Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I had to kind of think about it. I almost forgot what the intro was. Dude, great job, because you didn't do it last. Because I got all excited about that long yeah. welcome. Uh, I'm Robert Kane.
1: You are, and I'm Rick Gromlick. And
0: um, we are no longer in D.C.
1: We are not. We're we're in the
0: uh, we're in uh, my my basement. Westerville. <laughs> yeah.
1: Back in our i uh, Back basement, in Westerville.
0: In our professional studio. Uh, but Ooh, we just I came like from the that. Weekender yes, last weekend, last which weekend. was just a wonderful time. Really yes, great time. Great. Big shout out, big thank you to Jonathan Lehman and Nine Mark's taking the mm. time to have that interview with us. Yes. Um, we hope that was helpful for you guys. Um, Jonathan Lehman's a pretty cool dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's okay. He's decent.
0: I mean, he'll make it. I like that he said that he appreciated that lady telling Mark to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's <was> pretty funny <laughs> that was good um but how have you been man you've been feeling yeah. a little bit under the weather lately
1: yeah so um dude it hit me friday and i was coming back from. now why don't Columbus. you be a little bit more
0: specific what hit you
1: dude just like illness um
0: but like what, what no, kind of illness i
1: think i think you're trying to get somewhere and you're jumping the gun because <laughs> oh, i think not come okay. till saturday dude here we go again i'm oh, telling you oh, it
0: did that in oh. this i don't know what why it does that can
1: we get a new audio guy in here
0: yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: so fr- anyway, story, Friday, anyway, short story. Friday night, came bored. home from Columbus, and just somewhere between Columbus and Melbourne, I just started feeling not like puke sick or stomach sick, but just felt like weak. Felt sort of feel achy, and then Saturday morning, just old oh Rita, she hit me hard, and all day, oh, Rita. long
0: help me understand. What you mean by like Rita?
1: Diarrhea. <laughs> You never heard that? <laughs> I think I have, yeah. but um just dude, teasing you, it I've out never a had more bowel movements in one day oh, <laughs> in man. all my life. It was it was terrible. Um then Sunday was really not any better. And
0: uh Oh, who's calling? Oh me? my
1: gosh. I don't know. I don't just know. answer it. Answer this? it.
0: No, it's some random number.
1: Answer it. No. Anyway. Uh thankfully today I'm feeling better. Ve- yesterday I took a lot of Pepto to my wife's recommendation, which dude, it stopped me. But now I'm fighting the opposite problem. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: you were gonna come watch me preach yesterday. Yeah. But well support you. It's, bailed on it's me.
1: not like a spectator sport, but <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: You were gonna you, I mean you yeah. had your tickets purchased.
1: Yeah, dude, I had front row VIP, mm-hmm. pass, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Rob preached yesterday, Rob at Life Point Westerville. Bring in the yeah. noise. Tell us about that.
0: So that went fine, but it was it was a rough start. <laughs> Why is that, buddy? So the first, we have two services, nine thirty and eleven, and the first service. Does I'm Does Mark ever know that? Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm. I would imagine. I don't know. Um, you would but,
1: imagine he does when you think he follows you or something?
0: Well, there's things that I've applied for that you have to. Oh, you say think, what church you're coming he's from, now like read the all your applications? No, I highly doubt oh, it. My gosh. I highly doubt it. But like when we apply for the weekend you got we, you have to say what church you're coming from and all that. So, anyway, um, Mar- Mark. Now you got am thinking about Mark Dever you got me all flustered. Mark, oh geez. No, and so I'm taking um, the the table up to the which front is, of the Which is which is your guys'
1: lectern, more or less? Your, your pulpit, pulpit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Of? I I'm old school. I prefer like a legit pulpit, not like a, a music stand, but like a legit pulpit. Mm-hmm. Um, but but LifePoint does does things differently, so that's okay. Yeah. But so I'm taking this thing up, and I'm grabbing it by the the top part, the table, and as I'm walking up, I've got my Bible on top and the bottom part, so like this the part that holds yeah, the like top table leg. on and yeah. the base just slide off Ooh. and I'm left with the table in my hand <laughs> and the bottom part fell on the stage made a huge noise uh. and then I lean over a little bit to like try to stop it and my Bible goes sliding off and <laughs> oh man it was it good didn't start. it did not start off well well the
1: good thing was you start the expectations were low that's right and then they hopefully just went up from there yeah
0: have just been like you know what guys yeah. Ed, why don't you just come on back up here and you, you take this thing.
1: Let's uh just tap out here. Yeah. No, but, but it's, no, it's ended up good. Ended up
0: going fine. Yeah. Good. Um,
1: how many how many souls did you win over?
0: All of them. You know, <laughs> when you're as great of a preacher as I am.
1: <laughs> winning them souls. Yeah.
0: No. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Lord willing, some embrace the gospel. and um, Despite you, actually. Yeah, despite me. That is a good with way all, of putting With it. all seriousness. Yeah, um, it is. So, anyway. Are we missing anything? Did we catch up? I think so. I mean, I felt like you, there was something else. I yeah, yeah. You
1: just want to tell the listeners how oh, you're judging my prayer before we started? Yeah. Rick, yeah, so Rick, so Rick now praying. prays in the name of Muhammad.
0: It's really awkward.
1: Well, always. <laughs> Lead to the top.
0: Okay, so for those of you who are just turning, tuning in, maybe you're a new listener. <laughs> Rick does not pray in the name of Muhammad, but we joke around a lot on this. Uh, so I was just asking Rick, I was like, hey, man, like, because he's he's praying there and and recently he hasn't been saying like in Jesus name I pray amen so I'm like hey, like what's you're not no I know phone. I know you're praying like in Jesus name I know you're not changing that but you haven't been saying that as much lately like something happened like you noticed something with your prayers like what's going on and Rick if you just want to explain go for it uh
1: yeah so um i think it was about a year ago maybe 9 months ago just felt like it was become very routine and so Get closer than my Sorry. Uh, <clears> throat> throat> I didn't know what you are doing. Like, Rob was like a, like a peacock <laughs> or something. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, six months, nine months ago. Nine months ago, I think. Just realized, like, praying, ending my prayer, in Jesus' name, amen, was becoming just routine and, and rote and kind of, not pointless, but my heart wasn't in it. I don't think I was meaning that.
0: Um, it was just your salutation at the end.
1: Yeah, just like, this is how we wrap it up. Yeah. And... Um, just begin to to kind of wrap up in different ways but be intentional about that yeah um and then if if i'm just wrapping it up without that kind of closing that's intentional you know it's it's not like it was yeah on purpose or whatever but anyway yeah that's why small stuff yeah <coughs> yeah so that's uh we're all cut up now rob all we? caught up we anything um that big promotion you got at work mm, no Anyone needs a job in the Columbus area? Contact Rob.
0: I don't know <laughs> if we have an opening. We I think we pretty much already got our guy. Oh, side note. Wait,
1: I thought you, this is what you do for a living is hire people for companies. Yeah, I
0: know, but I'm t- I thought you were talking about at manpower.
1: No, I just mean like
0: in general. Yeah, I don't know. This isn't manpower's not not promoting this, so we'll, let's not give them any more airway time than what they paid for. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. That's a good point. <laughs> um but quick shout out guys um as we continue to work on our podcast trying to make this thing as entertaining or maybe some of you just hate our banter and you're like dude you guys need to stop uh mm-hmm. we apologize i'm on that i'm on that boat. you're on that train <laughs> um but i wanted to give a quick shout out to daniel kirby who's been a faithful supporter i saw him today did you i am afraid you didn't say that to me you said a bunch of other people you did not say daniel kirby
1: I There's I a lot oh. of a lot of the people I saw I didn't tell you about.
0: Well, go ahead down the list.
1: Uh Paul Swanson, okay. Casey Swanson, We're done. We're done. Swanson, saw <laughs> so John Wisner. All right. So all right. We've you. Kate. Listeners. I was saying Kate <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Carrie Wisner. Um go. Okay, I was actually joking. Gary though. Hankins. <laughs> um, his wife. Uh, what's her name? Mrs. Mrs. I'm gonna let Hankins. you struggle. Kristen? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Kristen Hankins, Tom Hubble. All right, people don't care. Fat Let's continue Hubble. here. What, what
0: are we talking about today?
1: So um, two weeks ago, we had an episode talking about the attributes of God that are holy his, and he doesn't share those with us. Yeah,
0: holy his, like W-H-O-L-L-Y. Right,
1: and one of those is holiness. Mm. And these are what we call his uncommunicable. He does not share those with us. Those aren't. Part of the community. Uncommunicable
0: or incommunicable. Yes. I think the episode is incommunicable, so okay. if you type UN, you won't find it.
1: Incommunicable at- Attributes of God. And then the last week, as you know, we had the interview with Jonathan Lehman with Nine Marks at The Weekender, and we're going back and kind of wrapping up that two-part series, and so we're going to talk about the communicable attributes of God, the things he does share with us um, as our creator and as our God.
0: Yeah, so you just you just gave a a good informal definition of them being the things that God, the parts of his being that he does share with us, attributes of him that we can experience ourselves. And so I'm going to read a formal definition by Greg Allison coming out of the Baker Compact Dictionary of Theological Terms. And it That's goes, been
1: the most used resource in this episode. Yeah, right. It's so good. Has. Not and this ha- episode, this entire podcast. I mean, yeah, this whole podcast. So but, last
0: week I was listening to the episode of with Jonathan Lee Mean, and you said something about how, like, a five hundred word book.
1: I know. I heard that one. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like five hundred page. Yeah,
0: I was like five hundred word book would be like a nice, brief yeah, one page. Like a, I
1: <laughs> yeah, who needs a one Who wants to read a five hundred word, word book? book. <laughs> no, but <laughs> nobody a, got time for that. Point for that. Like nobody wants to read that either. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, but communicable attributes. Here we go. With respect to the doctrine of God. God's characteristics or perfections, as revealed in scripture, that he communicates or shares with human creatures made in his image. These attributes include knowledge, wisdom, truthfulness, faithfulness, goodness, love, grace, mercy, patience, holiness, jealousy, wrath, righteousness, slash justice, and power. Communicable attributes are distinguishable from incommunicable attributes— those characteristics such as independence, immutability, unchangeableness, eternity, omnipresence, simplicity, and spirituality slash invisibility, that God does not communicate or share with human beings. God calls his image bearers to mirror him by reflecting his communicable attributes, such as his holiness, which we see in first Peter first first Peter one, fourteen through sixteen, his mercy, which we see in Luke six, thirty five through thirty six. And he calls us to to um, reflect those in the world that he has created. So, that's a long definition. Yeah, that was a doozy. But it, essentially what you said earlier, Rick, is that God's communicable attributes are those attributes that he has also given his creation the ability mm. to share.
1: Now, question on that. Because yes. you said one of those was holiness. mm and I do believe we talked about that as in one of his incommunicable attributes,
0: yeah, I think we did.
1: Can you expound upon that, please?
0: Yes, so some people would actually not include his holiness as a communicable attribute his holiness being his his perfect holiness his what sets him apart from his creation um however, we see that God calls us to be holy as he is holy. And so we can be separate from the world um, in our our holiness and our pursuit of God. However, we will never be holy in the way that God is holy. Being holy, holy. Mm -hmm. And by holy, holy, I mean W-H-O-L-L-Y space (laughs) H-O-L-Y. Holy, holy. So yeah, you could put that on the list of communicable. You you could also put that on the list of incommunicable. Mm -hmm. Um, Just understand that we... Pretty much with all of these, we're not going to be them to the degree that God is. Well, and I think there's an
1: aspect where this holy—like, he is completely set apart from sin, and he's completely other. And he's calling us to be that, mm-hmm. right? 1 Peter one fifteen: you yeah. should be holy yeah. as I am holy. Yeah. And so if we could never attain to that, if there was never the ability, whether in death or life, then he wouldn't call us to those things.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna drink my
1: cold brew. So anyway, um, cold brew coffee. There's a lot that people think about when they think about their creator, God. They know He's holy. He's He's all these attributes that they can list that that's separate. But people don't often think about what He has given us. Hmm. It we it's it's dangerous to think about it like what do we share as if we're equals
0: yeah that's what I was gonna
1: but but it's but what what has he given to us as as if a a, a parent has given attributes to their child yeah, and even that's a, a very loose analogy because the child that grow up becomes an adult in an, in most ways is then an unequal with their parent
0: yeah because because one of the dangers that we can fall into is going too far towards one side or too far towards the other, yeah and so when it comes to his incommunicable attributes the things that we don't share with him what you were just saying is that we can go too far in thinking that God is completely separate. Like he has nothing in common with us Mm -hmm. and we have nothing in common with him. What possibly, what benefit could he bring to my life? And then you could also go too far the other way, which is what a lot of liberal theology does, what a lot of progressive theologians do. And they make God almost equal with us. Mm -hmm. And that God is so much like us that we can completely understand him and, and because of because we feel a certain way, that must be how God feels about a particular thing.
1: Jesus is my homeboy.
0: I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> so, Jesus is not your homeboy. Jesus is not your homeboy. Then boy. you have a T-shirt that says Jesus is my homeboy. You go ahead and just throw that bad boy out. Burn it. Yeah. No, but like okay, okay but so a little yeah, bit. exactly. So here's the thing that that phrase Jesus is my homeboy is taking a communicable attribute. Yeah. That we were made to be in relationship with God, and God has invited us to be in a relationship with Him. Deep intimacy. Yes, deep, like to be able to be um, very open, very honest. Like yep. people are trying to say, like, "Hey, Jesus should be closer to you than your best friend." Yeah, and we completely agree with that. And like
1: co-air. Yeah. To the throne. Yes. So there's at there's situations where there's there's closeness, but it ain't your homeboy. Yeah.
0: So you can take that. Like, oh, Jesus is supposed to be closer with my best friend. Like, my best friend is my boy. <laughs> and then think, you don't oh, have a boy. Have a Jesus daughter. is my homeboy. Yeah, thank you. That, thanks for, you just messed that up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, my bad. Yeah, thanks. However, like, you can take this truth mm-hmm. about God that He wants to be in a relationship with you and you can turn it into more than what it was meant to yeah. be and self serving. Yeah, self serving to the point yeah. where it's irreverent. Yes. And so we are not on an equal level with God. Yeah. However, God does want an intimate relationship with and us. And by grace,
1: he's given us some, some of his attributes. Yeah. Which are.
0: So let's go through those. We, uh, we don't need to go through the ones in the dictionary. We've got another list here. So the first one that we've got here is God's goodness. Mm. So, Rick, do you want to expound on that? You want me to? You want to take the next one? How do you want to go about this list?
1: Yeah. Um yeah, just uh, you know, God's goodness. So there's a passage in Luke eighteen nineteen with Jesus and the um rich young ruler and Do
0: you want me to look it up or are you good?
1: Well, I just the rich young ruler says calls him good. He says, Why are you calling me good? Only God is good. Hmm. And what he's saying is, You are you're calling me God. Yeah. Right? He's he's self identifying himself as God. I just say that twice. He's yeah. self identifying as the Messiah. And that's an attribute of God alone. Now, we can use, oh, that was that dinner was good, or good job preaching this morning, that was good. And we use those in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you did a positive thing. But this is saying God in his nature is good. He, yeah. He's positive, And he shares that with us. We can then be good as well. Mm-hmm. We can't be good to the same level, but he shares that with us. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does. So I'm I'm trying to look up a passage here, mm-hmm. um, but it's in Colossians, and if you give me a minute here, I'll find it. But it's talking about how there is a how Christ is the substance. So hold on, let me find it here.
1: Christ, substance of all things hoped for. That one.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on.
1: So anyway, I yeah, guess you my just keep talking. My. Po- so, uh, how do you guys, how do you guys think Rob does, um, ho- hosting this podcast with me? <laughs> if you're going to give him a grade Dumbie. 1 to 10.
0: Colossians 2.17. Where is that? Rick, you want to pull that up or I'm turning to it. Colossians. Here we go. 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 I hope this is the right verse. There. Two, seven. Uh, certain verse 16. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. Verse 17. These are a shadow of the things to come but the substance belongs to Christ and so having that framework that we are able to be the, some of these attributes but we're only able to be them in a in a in a non-complete way and so when mm-hmm. it comes to goodness what you were just mm-hmm. saying like yes we can be quote unquote good at something yeah uh we can do a a good job yeah. at something but we can only do that to the degree that our fallen nature allows us. Mm-hmm. But Christ is the, the fulfilled substance of yeah. goodness. And so as we go through this list, we can be these things to some degree. But Christ is the one who perfectly is yeah. those things. Yeah. So I the agree. next one is love, right? We see that God mm-hmm. is love. And I can love Danielle. I can love Finley. I can love friends and family, and I have the ability to love. However, I'm never going to love the way that Christ loves. In fact, God said that uh, we love because he first loved us. His word says that. Mm. I don't know, what's the passage in 1 John, right? We love because God first loved us. We don't need to go there. 1
1: John 4 or something.
0: Yeah. Um, But the point is that, We can love others; we have that ability, um, but it will never be to the degree that in which God loves us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so with that, um, sometimes people, you know, love, goodwill, mercy. Right. God has shown us mercy, and we then show mercy to others. It's only because He has shown us mercy that we have the ability to then show it to other people. Yeah. Um, And so it's a, a great. Um, even for unbelievers, they have the capacity to show mercy. Mm-hmm. It's a common grace he's given us. Yeah. And it's a great way when you see that happening, like, man, that's so cool. Like, that's from Christ. That's because God has done that. And, and if you're, um, yeah, it's a great way to, to share your faith and to witness to people as well.
0: Yeah, and it's it's also important to note that when we're talking about his communicable attributes, these are things that have always been true about God. Mm-hmm. And so none of these things just suddenly became true. However, things like mercy presuppose a a guilty creation, mm-hmm. right? So God didn't have to show mercy before the, he created mankind, but then he created mankind and mankind mm-hmm. fell. Is that true? Are you talking about the angels? Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe he did.
1: He showed them mercy by not destroying them right away.
0: Yeah, there you go. But but, but they still desire—what is that passage where it says, like, they long to look into the things of grace that we get to experience. mm -hmm. And so we're in a privileged position. That's that's a tangent. But the thing is, is that mercy and things like God's wrath presuppose something that has taken place after. Yeah, they're they're God's
1: nature. They've always been. Yeah, so like
0: wrath, for instance, is an expression of God's love, which has always Mm -hmm. been there. And so it's it's an expression of his love enacted on those who rebel, yes. and ag- against sin, uh, not those who rebel against sin, but it's his expression of love against those who rebel, and his expression of love against sin.
1: Yeah, if he was not, if he were not wrathful, he would not be loving.
0: Yeah, it's like if you if you love Jewish people, then you hate the Holocaust.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, or if, if you, if lo- you love, love, if you love your child, and something happens to your child, someone hurts your child. You will become very wrathful yeah. in anger, yeah, um, because you love that child. So it, 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 there is no true love without some kind of wrath.
0: Yeah, and all of his, all of his acts, all of the things that God does, are consistent with these attributes of Him. Um, so uh, we've just covered, we've covered holiness, we've covered goodness, we've covered love and mercy, um, grace in the same hand as mercy, mm-hmm. righteousness. That we are called to be righteous, mm-hmm. we are called to do uh, righteousness, mm-hmm. and so even though we are called to those things, and even though we can do righteous acts, yeah. we're never going to be perfectly righteous. Yeah. Just let's just keep going down this list. Yeah. <laughs> What's that next one, Rick? What's that? What's the next one?
1: Well, the you skip grace and holiness? No, I
0: said, I said grace goes in the same thing with mercy, and we already talked about holiness.
1: Oh, you're clicking buttons now? Yeah, I am. I am. God's veracity.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Truthfulness.
1: What, what's what's uh, God's
0: veracity, Rick?
1: I oh, don't know. I need to get Baker's <laughs> dictionary out.
0: It's basically his truthfulness. His, his, he's always telling the truth. He's always honest. And so we have the ability to be true. We have the ability to be honest. We have the ability to not tell lies. Um, but then God, who is perfectly that, he never tells a lie. What are, 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 are you doing? Are you doing some uh, Google research over there?
1: Yeah, I did just, you know, look at the old definition of veracity. Did I get it right? Um, well, this one says conformity with truth or fact, devotion to the truth.
0: That's literally word for Conveying. word exactly
1: what I said. That's not what you said. <laughs> this one, though, I, I, I think I, it was word for word. It says conformity, fact, or accuracy. And I think that's like something we don't think about, but God's highly accurate. And everything he does because he's sovereign, obviously he's yeah. good, there are no mistakes he's precise um, he's yeah. in the details as yeah some but would okay say. so so think about the this attribute of of truthfulness when when it says he shares that with you is it oh now you don't lie anymore is that what he's saying no. or 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 is he saying you can't tell a lie no nope. is he saying you know You'll you'll never believe lies anymore, and you're always accurate with what you say. Nope.
0: What's he saying? I'm saying you have the ability, as my creation, to be accurate, to tell the truth.
1: Just like all the well, other attributes. A, exactly. So that you can't again, you can't bring them to full completion in your own life. Yep. However, in as as Christ followers, as you grow in your walk with Him, you should see yourself becoming more and more um, these actu- attributes becoming more active in your life you should see yourself becoming more merciful and righteous and um truthful in your in your interactions
0: yeah yeah cool so we want to keep moving down or wisdom yep
1: this is an interesting one uh scripture i, I didn't even look this up beforehand i should have but i didn't talks about worldly wisdom man's wisdom and god's wisdom yeah and there's a lot of wisdom in the world um prudence you know people say be wise you know invest in this be shrewd this way and worldly wisdom gets you places but it's different than god's wisdom god's wisdom is an attribute that he shares which is what are the things that really matter in life what are the things that you should really invest in um it's not just your career or these things it's things that are eternal whereas man's wisdom says oh no hey you have one life to live go live it like to the fullest cuz once it's done it's done and God's wisdom it's upside down and backwards and mm-hmm. you know, this is this is the wisdom that said hey I'm going to use fishermen unlearned men and I'm going to turn the world upside down with these people yeah so it's this wisdom that he shares that you know uh, maybe it's to go to the mission field maybe it's to to serve in ministry maybe it's just to, to love your neighbors that are hard to love and that people around you who are not believers and sometimes those who are step back and say, man, that doesn't make sense. Like, why are they doing that? Mm -hmm. So,
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I think in 1 Corinthians 1, where it talks about how God used the the least of these. He used the weak to shame the strong. He used the foolish to shame the wise. Um, But what I I was preaching yesterday on wisdom. I was just going through Proverbs 1, yeah, verses 20 through 33. And so, and, and right in the next chapter, Proverbs 2 talks about how all wisdom comes from God. Um, and so what we what we see is that if we are able to experience any kind of true wisdom, mm-hmm. then that's a gift of God that he gave us for us to be able to enjoy, for us to be able to use for our good and his glory. Um, but it is a communicable attribute. Um, and then wrath. We talked mm-hmm. about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. We can feel wrath towards particular things. We can feel hatred and, and frustration towards things. And, and God can feel those too. Um, However, as we were saying about God is that that is an expression of his love, which was there before he ever needed to express his wrath. Mm Because some people would say, well, like, if that's an attribute of God, then how was that being expressed before there was any kind of rebellion or any kind of sin? Mm -hmm. And the question or the answer is that, well, it was his love was always there and his love expresses itself in various ways. And one of those ways is wrath towards sin and rebellion
1: preach it preach.
0: so rick rob mm. oh there's an important point here so uh, i'm just gonna straight read this from um, Lexham's survey of theology but it says because god created human beings in an analogical image of himself ascribing communicable attributes to god is not an anthro anthropomorphic projection of our image upon god but a theomorphic projection of God's image upon us. So there are some big words there. So just real quick, this is an important point. Anthropomorphism is us taking human characteristics and ascribing them to things that are non-human. So for instance, in uh, Proverbs Any chapter Potter? 1, oh. yeah, in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, it talks about wisdom being a she. And ultimately, the reason behind that is because the Hebrew word for wisdom is uh, feminine. And so when we translate it to English, it ends up saying she. But that doesn't mean that wisdom is a lady somewhere. It just means that we are taking a non-human thing and giving it somewhat of a human understanding. So, for instance, when people call like a boat she. Mm. Forrest Gump. She's a butte. You remember what Forrest Gump's boat name was?
1: Uh is it Jenny? It was Jenny. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, or saying like, um, like the wind is howling, something like that. Why are you looking uh, like that? Oh, the, it <laughs> give me a minute to figure out what you're saying. i am be a little worried. You're like, <laughs> like that's you not think a I just gender. said something really <laughs> terrible?
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa. It's QPG like here, right? <laughs> yeah, <Rob. laughs> exactly. Um, but the wind is howling. So the yeah. wind being a non human thing. thing, giving it some kind of yeah. human, yeah. Or, or, uh, living creature attribute because yeah. animals how. Yeah. yeah, but
0: like anthro would imply human. Um, That's
1: where your analogy broke down. Yeah, well,
0: well what's another example? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's coming to my mind. I should have had some Whether examples I, written I, down. Uh, you guys are thinking out there. You um, guys are probably telling us.
1: Over my pay grade on this one. Yeah,
0: we get paid so much for this. I told Rob before the show, are.
1: I said, I haven't been on medicine, but I definitely don't feel like I'm all there in the head, so <laughs> okay, lead strong on this one.
0: So, but but the point here is that these communicable attributes, they're not anthropomorphisms to God. We're not taking things... What does that even mean? I'm trying to explain it.
1: Can you stop using the word anthropomorphic and well, just use a different word?
0: It's not us taking our human attributes and projecting them there you go. onto God. It's God taking his attributes and projecting them onto yeah. his creation of mm. of his people. Because right. Genesis tells us that we were made... In God's image, yeah, we're the creator. So creations. therefore, yeah, there are attributes of God that we are able to mirror back to Him. Boom. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's great. Okay, Pro- if you guys are totally proud lost out there. I'm proud of you. We apologize. If
1: you've made it this far <laughs> in the episode. I'm also proud of you. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, so Rick, we're at 30 minutes now in this episode, so we gotta start winding it down. However, Wind down. Head, heart, and hands. Let's go through it. Um, when it comes to the head, so
1: I think part of it is. You- you, you really did not cover this when you covered the head part, that we need to understand w- what this is. This isn't us projecting or this isn't something that we conjure up or that we just or become good at. These are attributes of God that he has given um, in some ways to all mankind through his common grace, right? Mm-hmm. However, as believers, regenerated followers of Christ, he then gives, um, the Holy Spirit just works in our heart and changes us to make us more like Christ. Yeah. That's what Romans is about, right? So, just thinking through it the correct way. Um, So whether that's, you think about your whole life or just like one day at a time, how do I love my neighbor? How do I, you know, serve my family better, Mm -hmm. right? Well, what are are the things that Christ is, that he has shared with you? I mean, the, the love, the discipline, righteousness, right? Begin to understand that he has shared those with you. You become disciplined in those and ask the Holy Spirit to help you in that. So just the right understanding of, of where these things come from and how do we use them?
0: Yeah. Um, another thing for the head, though, is that we can, we can be confident that God really does um, desire a relationship with us. And he really does create us for a relationship with him. And he is a personal being. The fact that he gave us attributes that we can relate to him with mm. just further emphasizes that relational aspect yeah, of yeah. who he is i mean I, I was talking yesterday in the sermon that god being a triune god is a is one god in three persons father son and holy spirit so he's always been in relationship with himself and so when he created his people in his image they were made for relationship Yep. you're grinning there did i say something funny just the furnace or oh the yeah air the f- like, yeah not furnace oh my goodness
1: it's furnace in here no. but yeah things may, being pretty loud so uh that's our head yep so i think Heart, heart, one thing, Um, we should love the Lord and should increase our love for him.
0: Mm -hmm. Flesh that out a little bit. Well, I'm trying to. Okay, go for it. (laughs) Realizing what he's
1: given to us, that these are things he had no obligation to share with us, and he had every right not to share them. But yet, out of his his love and his grace, he has shared these things with us, with all human humanity, and then with his followers even more so. Knowing that some of these things, when we enter into our eternal rest in Him into glory, we will be holy. We will be some of these things to completion. Yeah. By yeah. his by his power and his sovereignty. Yeah. So that creating that love for um, out of our heart.
0: Yeah, because I mean, he's kind to do mm-hmm. that. He could have always been completely and utterly separate.
1: And and also how we interact with other people, mm-hmm. knowing that— um, Go ahead. Well,
0: I was going to say knowing that they're image bearers as well.
1: Well, yeah, that's a great point, knowing they're image bearers, but also knowing that God, God has given us these attributes to use, hmm. not just like hang that's up on point. the wall and be like, oh, that's great, I have that, I got yeah. that, that's, I earned that one, that's cool. Mm-hmm. No, he's given them purely so that we can display them, giving him glory for that
0: yeah yeah and for those of you who may be listening for the first time this is what we try to go through is this head heart hands paradigm it's not something that we created but it's just trying to take this idea this theology this doctrine that we're looking at how what in our head what does that make us more confident of Mm -hmm. in our heart how does that change our affections towards um, god or others and with our hands how does this affect our daily life and so when it comes to our hands um, we can recognize that as we read scripture and we see some of these attributes of God, we can ask ourselves, like, is this something that we also share? Or is this something that's unique to God? If it's unique to God, then it it, it encourages worship. Mm-hmm. Like, you are separate. You are greater than me. You you are different in this way and i need you because you have this whether it's omnipresence, yeah. omnipotence, omniscience, whether it's his eternality, wh- whatever it is or if it's something that we do com- we do share with him that is a communicable attribute that could lead us into prayer saying god help me be more like this. Yeah. and help me to to share love with others or help me to be more merciful, help me to be more patient as you are patient and so that we then can Ask God to make us, like you were saying, make us more like Jesus, who was these things perfectly. And still is these things perfectly. But we need his help to be more and more like him. Boom. Bada bang. There you go. Bada boom. Bada boom. Cool. I hear Neville barking, so. Yeah, what's he doing? I don't know. He's probably in the garage. When he comes down here, he's too loud. He stays upstairs, he's too loud. We put him in the garage, he's too loud.
1: a lot of things I could say right now, but... What? I want to go back to the last last episode. What's Neville? Why Neville? Is that a dog in the Harry Potter thing? Is that a character? Oh
0: man, listeners are probably grinning right now. Neville. Yeah, because is a character some in Harry guy Potter. Guy named
1: his dog after a fictitious <laughs> kid story. Um,
0: Neville is a character in Harry Potter, and he's a really goofy character.
1: Mm. But he matures throughout. Does he have the the big ears? Mm, is that a different probably, show? Probably. I don't know. Well you don't even know who Neville is?
0: i d I've never looked at his ears to know if he has big ears or not. Well he's like non human. Oh yeah, he's totally human.
1: Okay, then different person.
0: Yeah. I don't even know him. You're thinking of Dumbo the elephant. That's okay. Dude, different I you remember story. that
1: movie as a kid and I just remember being so traumatic when they took Dumbo's mom away? I remember like They came out
0: with like a I was live legit, action film for it.
1: I think traumatized by that really? i just remember being like still to this day i was a tiny little kid and it, it really impacted me in a negative way
0: mm.
1: not good man i'll tell you what i need a therapist <laughs> <laughs> hey right. we appreciate you guys uh, yeah thank you, you, you. listen again what i encourage you um not just to listen but to really reflect on these things and think about how god um who god is and and as his created beings, when he shared with you. So we appreciate you guys. As always, you can find us on simpletheology.org. We're probably on some social media site somewhere. Yeah, go for it.
0: Peace. <laughs> there you go. Peace out, y'all.